Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 53, the difference between victim mode and authentically expressing yourself. In this episode, we're going to be talking about all the words and actions people use when they are in victim mode and what to do to get yourself out and authentically express yourself. Feel your pain, feel your emotions, and share your truth to help others heal. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today we're going to talk about victim mode versus authentically expressing yourself. Yeah, because there's a disconnect between the two. Some people, they'll mistake authentically expressing themselves with actually um, habits and words that come from a space of victim, being mm-hmm. in a victim mode. And going and th- back. And going backwards, and it's actually backtracking. And that's the whole point of why we made this episode is so we could help people realize when they are in victim mode and ways to actually get themselves out of victim mode. That way we could be most effective. Yeah, and also whether it's yourself or friends around you, what are you keeping in your company? And are you allowing people to grow around you or are you enabling people? Exactly, because this will happen in the workplace. This will happen at home. This, you'll, you'll even, no matter how spiritual you are, how good you are, you're, you'll fall into where you're acting like a victim sometimes. I know I do sometimes, you do, Lindsay, but we limit it pretty much because we recognize it. We start to recognize the patterns. And the topic of being spiritual and like what is spiritual, really, it's just us being humans. Right, like we're all spiritual. Yeah. Everybody's spiritual. I know. So let's dive into, I would like first that for us to describe different actions and different words people say when they are in victim mode, like even ourselves. So I've done it before. Oh, we've all been there. So different things are like, oh, it's just my luck. It happens to me every single time. If you ever hear anybody say that, they're in victim mode. If you ever say that, you're in victim mode. If you ever say it's just my luck, mm-hmm. that's victim mode. Or of course this would happen to me. That's another thing that comes through. Of course this happens to me. This always happens to me. So that's some common phrases. And I think listening to these things, like that's just my luck, or this always happens to me, of course this happens to me, you might even think, oh my gosh, I say that all the time. It's just a common phrase that just pops out of my mouth. It's something, it's a pattern, and I don't even know that I'm doing it, but we're making you aware of this. Right, because society, they kind of reward that behavior growing up, I noticed, Mm -hmm. that when you play the victim, what do you get? You get attention. So people like playing the victim, so they can get that attention. Right. So I think, you know, you fall into playing that role and you might, you know, some of the things we're saying, you might notice that you say those, but it's okay. You don't have to like hit yourself over the head. It's just, let's learn to not say that anymore. Yeah. This isn't about shaming yourself for actually doing it. It's just becoming aware of it. Becoming aware of it. Right. So you might do this in relationships to where you're like, I always attract the same guy or I always attract the same girl and you know mm-hmm. this just happens to me in relationships you know that's victim mode yeah anytime you're trying to say like oh you know and it makes it seem like everybody is out to get you that's that's victim mode yeah and there's some moments where you'll start to notice um, oh I do attract these situations in relationships or friendships and that's happened to me where I noticed a pattern 
and I was sick of myself constantly talking about it. And luckily I had Tony to tell me, wait, what? think about this, you know, this is coming up again. There's a reason this is coming up again. So instead of saying this always happens to me, I was thinking, okay, why is this happening to me? Not like why me, but why is this happening to me? What am I doing to, to continue with the cycle of the same situations coming up? Exactly, I had to ask myself a lot of these questions when it came to finances. When I first mm -hmm. heard about mindset development, all that I had to ask like, because before that, you know, there's a lot of like negative talk about money, you know, mm -hmm. from around me, from me growing up. So like that played over in my life. I was actually, you know, talking that way in my experiences to where I would say negative stuff about money. Like, oh, I, you know, I never have enough money to do this or I can't go on vacation. I can remember saying that in high school. Mm -hmm. And um, once I started to learn about the law of attraction and how, you know, what you speak about it manifests, I started to have to catch myself. I'd yeah. go to say those things and I'm like, wait, no, there's an abundance of money. And I'd have to like literally stop myself in the tracks. Yeah. And I can remember a lot of times physically saying it. Like if I, if I was by myself, I would talk to myself. I would get that thought in my head like I wouldn't have enough money to do this. I'd be like, no, I have enough money to do anything that I desire. There's mm -hmm. more than enough money out there, more than enough resources. We live on a beautiful planet to where you plant seeds and all kinds of fruit grows from that seed, an infinite amount of fruit. And I always mm -hmm. like would bring myself back to different um, evidence that I know that there's an abundance out yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good point too, to reiterate that there is so much around us. Now, this is something that's important <clears throat> too, um, because it's really common to fake it and act like everything's okay. And you know, at that time, maybe you were working, were you working like a bunch of jobs at that point? Yes, I was working a part-time job. I was doing network marketing. I had a lawn care business. Yes. All different things. So you had all these things happening. So maybe right. you really were at that point where you knew that there was abundance around you, but maybe you didn't have you know $10,000 in your bank account and you weren't gonna fake it and pretend that all of a sudden you had $10,000 in your bank account. But I think that's something to be aware of too, that we don't have to be positive and be fake about it, we can be aware of the situation, but also what's repetitive in our mind and what's coming out of our mouths. Right? Absolutely, because when I came across the mindset, you know, that we all know you gotta speak, you gotta think positively, I that's where I fell off a little bit because yeah. I was thinking, oh, I gotta be positive all of the time. And when I'm feeling these bad emotions, I don't wanna go into victim mode, I don't wanna play that, so I don't wanna give it any attention. And like, no, that's not the answer either. Yeah, and it's, it's not, not to not like even... suppress all of that. You actually have to acknowledge those emotions and be real with what's going on. But the difference between victim mode and, you know, and, and being too positive is it's a fine line. So once again, if you find yourself saying anything to where it makes it seem like everybody is against you, that's victim mode. But it's okay to where if you're working your butt off and, um, you know, the money's not showing up or whatever, you might be frustrated in different moments. It's yeah. okay to show that yeah. frustration. Like you have to show that ex and frustration feel it. and feel it. I tell Lindsay different times where I'm frustrated. I'm like, Lindsay, I'm just really mad right now. I'm really frustrated. I was doing this and whatever it may be. And um, we have those moments and we're honest with them. Mm -hmm. But the difference between a victim is, and um, somebody who's not is we move on past it. After we let all of our frustrations out and we live it and we own it and we we're honest about what's really happening mm -hmm. because that's the thing is like you have to be honest about what's really happening, then you're able to move through it and figure out solutions for it right. instead of just simmering in it. Yeah. 
And what story are you repetitively sharing? So for me, when I first lost Nick, I was in victim mode big time. Like I didn't even want to hear anyone's advice at all. Like they could give me, I could sit on the phone and complain the whole time that he wasn't physically here and they would give me advice. And I feel sorry for them because they were sitting listening. But at the same time, no matter what they would say, it wasn't going to bring him back. It wasn't going to change the pain. But in that moment, it was almost like, it was like temporary fuel where I was able to complain and whine about him not being here, which they couldn't do anything about. But that's what the mode that I was in. But it wasn't until I started to notice like the little miracles in life that got me out of that mode, which I feel like it took like years because I would have little miracle moments, but then there were other moments where I fell back into the trap of complaining. Of course, yes, you miss the person if someone's died or maybe there's something else that comes up in your life and you really are feeling that. But are you really looking for a solution or are you looking to just whine about it and complain and, and, and say, poor me? Exactly. And like you said, you, you, it was fuel to you, yeah. right? Because Temporary fuel. you weren't looking for a solution in that moment. You no. didn't want a solution. That was okay. You know, that was, she had to live through it. You had to go through yeah. what you, what you went through, but what you were getting is you were taking other people's energy. Yeah. And that's where like, once you do that so many times and then it's like, okay, you're playing the same song. And like Lindsay said, you see the same pattern going over and over. Well, that starts to take from other people's lives and that's when it's not really uh, even exchange and people yeah. will start to avoid your phone calls. You might find yourself wanting to avoid certain people's phone calls because they're always telling you their, their same old pattern, yeah. the same old story, whether it's with finances or relationships and, and you're just sick of hearing it. So you have some friends to where they need, they need to vent, you know, you're talking to them and they're venting. That's different. Right compared to you know because you know that friend doesn't usually do that you know all the time they're not doing it every month or every mm -hmm. three months it's like a rare occurrence to where they actually need to go through their emotions like look i i have a i just broke up with my boyfriend or girlfriend and i need to talk about this mm -hmm. that's different compared to the friend to where like a year and a half two years later they're still calling and like Lindsay said when she was talking to people about nick that must have been a couple years later and at that point it's mm -hmm. like even you knew in your soul, okay, I need to change that story so I, I could didn't, heal. I feel like I didn't at that moment, like when I was in it, I was so deep in it that I was bitter that it was happening right. to me. That's what I, it happened to me. Right. But then somehow doing the spiritual stuff, it propelled me to think, okay, I have a bigger purpose to use this as fuel to empower other people which is one of the golden nuggets to get out of victim mode if you ever find yourself mm -hmm. in victim mode look at the lesson inside of it and what yeah. you could teach other people through it and i think that was part of your healing how, yeah how much you've healed is you found like wait this is part of my purpose and i need to share this and i need to teach this to people to help them heal who's going through similar situations as myself mm -hmm. And that kind of is like an anchor to get yourself out of that victim yeah. mode. The story and onto changed. the other side. Like and even though the story is the same, it the energy behind it changed. Maybe the tone. You know, like yeah. you and your communication, what, 80%, 90% is tone of voice and mm -hmm. all that? So like the tone of your story change. It, yeah. So that's, a, that's another gold nugget too is victim mode. The difference between victim mode and not being in it 
is the tone. Yeah, the it's tone. It's the overall the tone. It's not necessarily with the words or the actions. Like Lindsay said, her story still stayed similar. Mm -hmm. She still tells that story, but yeah. the whole tone when somebody hears her story now is like, look, I went through all this pain. I felt this sadness, mm -hmm. but you could overcome it because I overcame it. Yeah. And that's a good point because it doesn't mean that it's gone, but you're on, like you said, like, I don't know. Did you just do like a boat motion or something? You just did. Well, as I was doing it, I was picturing myself like almost in a canoe, but I was in, I was in, um, you know, like a hole and, you know, yeah. in water and I was getting myself out. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of, of what it is. Like, yeah. cause it's like, I'm on the other side. It's, there's still feelings there, you know, like when you're grieving, like you always miss your aunt always. and your grandpa, yeah, there's no grandma denying and grandpa, it. but it's like a different kind of It's more energy. from a power. People yeah. say like being in your power or not, it's being in your power is the difference. Mm -hmm. You're being in your power and you're like, no, I went through this. It's painful. It still is painful. I still have sad moments, yeah. but I have understanding with it and it's right. a space. It's a lighter feeling. The opposite of it is very rough and rigid, and, and this is very light. And I could have been very, if I knew better at that time, I could have been really direct and said, I really don't need any solutions because I'm not going to take them at all, but I'm pretty much in a place that's really tough, and I'm just, I just want to complain about that moment. You know, I could have said it like directly. Which that would be somebody in their power would say that. Yeah, but I wasn't. You weren't in your power. I wasn't in my power Which is okay. All. And once again, when these moments happen, it's okay for you to fall off. But it's yeah. not okay to live your whole life there. Right. And this is why we're making this video is so people don't live their whole life there. Not even a whole month there, a whole year. You want to limit it as much as possible. You don't want to suppress it. There's a difference. If you suppress it, it causes more pain and it's right. bad. You don't want to suppress it. And what title are you giving yourself? I've heard a bunch of times people say, I'm a single mom or I'm a single dad. If you keep telling that story, yes, it's a fact. You're single and you're a mother or you're a father. But are you constantly struggling with money because you're constantly telling the story that you're always single? So if you want to meet someone, you don't want to be telling that story. I am single. That's a lot right. of power right there. I am a single mom. I am a, a single dad. And this isn't to shame you at all. This is just to make you aware what story story are you telling yourself. Right, exactly. I am a at a job that I hate. Yeah, that's true. You could talk about it. But are you constantly bringing that up? Right. Or I, yeah, exactly. Like I have kids so it, I can't travel or I can't right. do this business as big as I want it to be. Or, or I'm broke. Or I'm broke because I have the, you know this, this, and this. Um, well, when we're in our power and we're not in victim mode, we understand that there's an abundance of everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like a cool thing to say. It's like literally, if you think about everything on this planet, there's an abundance of everything. Like literally, there's evidence everywhere. Do you know what this is a good example of too? The KonMari method. Um, we've been watching, we, I, we actually listened to the audio a couple years ago um, with the KonMari method. It's, I always ruin the title of the book. The magic, the magic art of, of tidying up. The or, magic art of tidying up. Yeah. So I that's so. a powerful book where you go through your stuff and like she has you take all of your clothes from, a, from all different rooms and put it in a pile in your bed. And now there's a TV show out on, on Netflix and we've been watching it lately. And people are shocked at the amount of stuff that they have they didn't even know that they had. So it's like you think that you don't have much, but really there's an abundance of so much around you and you have to become aware of it. It reminds me of Which that. Which is a beautiful point because anytime, here's another 
something to add to that. Anytime you do fall into victim mode, because it might happen today, it might happen next week to us, mm -hmm. to you for a moment. All just go back and think of somebody who on this planet who has a lot less than you. I know it sounds bad, but it's like literally, it's true. Especially if you live in America or like you're not in a third mm -hmm. world country, you have way more than the average person. Yes. You literally have way more than the average person. So <laughs> think about that, and I think that puts everything in perspective. And also, like, I like studying biographies or watching videos um, of people's lives because of the fact um, you'll see, like, wait, they come yeah. from here. They started before me, like, or way lower than me, and they're way up here. Yeah. And it makes you believe that you can do it, too. Exactly. And um, I think that it is all about perception. That's a big thing, about going back and forth between victim mode and then Come losing here, it to, to empower you. Come here. But what can we let them do to kind of make them aware of some steps on what to do and how to get out of that mode? Well, basically, like I just said, I would, anytime you're falling in victim mode, stop and think about how bad is it really for me right now? Mm -hmm. And some of you might be going through a lot of horrible things. And I know there's a lot of horrible things that happen to people. You know, when you're kids, all the way up into when you're an adult, you know, you might, people might have passed away. There's people that have been sexually abused. There's all of this different hard stuff that's mm -hmm. happened that could cause a lot of pain and that could cause you to kind of be in that negative vortex to where if you stay there, you're not going to heal. And I think that they should embrace that feeling by... Yes talking about it if you don't want to tell anyone then write it down or record your voice and delete it whatever you have to do voice it out make sure it's yes. out of your physical body by voicing it out but also think about how you're telling the story exactly the tone that you're telling it from and just get it out like Lindsay said get that story out all that pain because the reason why people are in victim mode is because they were victims at one point. Mm -hmm. They literally were. It was either their, their parents did it to them, their grandparents. Maybe they, they grew up in a... I have a friend who grew up in Congo, Africa, where he told me, like, he'd be at school and be locked in for three days because they'd be having a war on going, out, going on yeah, outside. That's... I mean, I could even... I was shocked to hear that because I, I heard that when I was, like, 19 when I first met him. I'm like, that really exists? I was very naive then. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, I, I kind of knew it exists, but to meet somebody that yeah. lived through it... But, um, you know, just put things in perspective. Yeah. And I, th I think the question to ask yourself is, first of all, what is your story? Like, what has happened? But also know um, this isn't the end-all, be-all. It doesn't have to end like that. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't end here. It ends through the... I look at it this way. Everything happens for a reason, and everybody knows that, and they feel it. That's why you see that quote going on everywhere around social media because anything that's cliche, it's because it's, a lot of times it's because it's a truth a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And everything happens for a reason. So if it happened to you, it happened for a reason, and it's only you that's going to discover all of those reasons. And more times than not, it's so that you could help other people that it already happened to on this planet. You could help them heal. Right. And not only them that it's already happened to, you could help people that it's going to happen to 10 years from now, 20 years from now. You know, you can make a video right now about some painful experience that you went through and you can put it on YouTube or Facebook or, so, or the internet and literally 20 years from now, somebody who goes through that same experience could watch it and heal from it. And maybe you're not even living no more at that well, point. I was just so thinking it's, of it's the friend that you shared too what is the that? other day before we go, the story about her sharing something that happened in her life 
and she was holding it inside and she yeah, shared it. Yeah, I noticed it, you know, just, it was something deep, you know, somebody I went to high school with, they, they shared something very deep and true and painful that was true to them that happened to them when they were younger in elementary and middle school. And I was starting to read comments and it opened up the floodgates for all of these other um, people to start sharing similar truths that happened to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what's gonna happen is when you get out of this victim mode and you start to heal and you share, you're gonna you're gonna unconsciously give other people permission to do that, to do that same thing. So even if you think that you're not helping them directly, even if you don't see them right underneath your posts, if you make a blog about it, just know that putting out that energy of healing and mm -hmm. sharing truth, it's gonna put out a wave into the universe that creates more of that. Yeah, that's beautiful note to end on too because that's powerful right there. I wish I could remember what you just said for a quote, but replay that because I feel like that is the ticket to get out of victim mode into really standing in your truth. It is, and that's the whole point of why we made this episode is to help people understand when they're in victim mode and to help them heal through it and to really just, in the end, authentically express your emotions and yourself 100% of the time, that's the goal. Yeah. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and share with us anything that you took from this this episode and any kind of learnings that came from it. Yep. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.